This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porncast where we're not only pants optional, we actively discourage clothing. My name is Yvette Dontremont. Here is my lovely co-host, Alice Vaughn. Alice, how are you today, my dear? You know, we're having actually our first male porn star on the show, which is kind of insane that we've gotten this far without, I mean, we've had dick on the show, but like not trained dick. This is professional dick. This is a professional cock. This is dick to pay for. I mean, or at least to pay to watch on video. This oh, is totally. I mean, these are even professional balls and maybe even a professional taint. I mean, and he has, we're watching him right now because uh, we're, we're doing this with some video on. He has a lovely professional face too. He's more than just a pretty dick, people. He's Tommy Pistol. <laughs> He's Tommy Pistol. Thank you so much for hanging out with our silly little show, Tommy. Oh my <laughs> God. What an intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> How often do you get your taint complimented? How often do you have makeup put on your taint? We need to know. Not enough, obviously. Is it bleached? I have no idea. Do men go through the bleaching that women do? (laughs) Sorry to dive right into these very probing questions. We have so many questions. We watched Simpsons porn last week, and we noticed that we could tell which assholes were bleached even through yellow body paint. So we're curious if men have to go through similar hygiene routines, so to speak. I have I've always wanted to stay more natural, so I am hairy, and I've been shaving my, like, shoulders and my back for a while, and for the start of this year, I haven't. I am just going to stay full bear until someone says stop and shave, so. (laughs) We we appreciate a berry man. It's one, it's annoying. I break out in pimples more. Like, I'll groom the the crotch area. I understand that. But as for the taint, buttocks, chest, and underarms, I'm staying hairy. I want to look natural. I had one guy I dated who, like, he had in the shower a mirror and a razor to shave. I don't remember if it was either the chest or back or both. But, like, guys, just if you're going to remove hair from those areas of the body, just suck it in, go full, ah, Kelly Clarkson, and get yourself to a waxer. It's just, it's not a good look or feel. I'd rather have something to grip onto. Isn't it weird to be, like, in your 40s and hairless? Kind of. I have seen a 40, well, you know what? It depends, I feel like, on the body type because there's some where it's like, I could yeah. kind of justify this. Okay. Some people, like, they just, body hair just isn't the thing that crops up sure. for them. But, like, if it's shaved and you can feel that, like, I don't want a five o'clock shadow on your pecs. <laughs> like, that's itchy. That's not a fun sensation for anyone. I get more compliments from the girls I work with that are, like, rubbing my, like, their fingers through my hair and, like, sometimes, like, pulling chest hairs out. <laughs> but they're like, this is awesome. I'd rather be having sex with a man. It is. Because a lot of them say, like, all the young guys, they're all hairless oh, and, yeah. like, no facial hair or anything. And they're like, I feel like I'm fucking a child. <laughs> it's just, there's no hair on them. Which we definitely do not promote on the show. No, 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 not, no. not at all. This is part of the reason why I'm glad at least a little bit of Bush is back. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy with this development. Like, I'm not necessarily advocating for 70s style Bush, which is still lovely in its own right. But I like this return of like reasonable, so- like there are all varieties of pubic hair out now, including like a, a healthy size Bush. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I'm all for it. 
I think it's great when everyone's like squirting and spit and saliva and it's all bunching up like a Brillo pad and stuff. It's fucking awesome. Oh, I think it looks awesome. <laughs> squirting. I'm not someone who enjoys squirting porn, but I, I feel like it is an underappreciated and under understood phenomena. <laughs> phenomena. Phenomena. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> you cannot say that without people just muffeting on it afterwards. Phenomena. <laughs> that will be the close of the show today all, all of us menomino i'm calling it now i mean we do brand ourselves as a stadler and waldorf of porn so if we didn't do that at least once i think that would be our audience i think we're gonna have to make that the new uh intro to the show just we're gonna ask our friends in parody law to see if we can do do do, do without <laughs> fucking ourselves over but i i think we can do this but the problem is i as much as i want to say phenomena i really want to also just do the noise you make when you have like balls in your mouth like it's all class here at two girls one mic i'm gonna get a girl to do that for you oh thank you just we'll pre-record that and we'll use it you will specifically with your balls yeah sure if you want that's just genuine there that's so sweet i'm gonna be like read this Phenomena, but well, she's deep down. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Can you say phenomena? But I know it's. I know it's down there. I know it's tickling your esophagus. But please, we need this audio. <laughs> um, squirting. I thought it was a parlor trick for pornography till I was twenty nine. Then I met a guy who knew how to do it, and I realized I was wrong and have been missing out. <laughs> I don't know if all women can. I don't know if we all have that anatomical structure in a place that's accessible, but I think more women can than know they can. I feel like girls that I've worked with in the beginning where they feel like they're going to do that, they pull back because they think they're going to pee and that's what they were told. So in the same way, they're also not reaching like a full orgasm. Yeah. Is that right? I would say so, or, yeah. It can be hard to let go, I think, and just, well, there are muscles that are going to contract and do their things down there. <laughs> I know the first time, definitely before I got in the industry, I was having sex with an ex-girlfriend, and she squirted, and I had no idea what hit my feet. <laughs> and I got up, and I was like, I looked at the ceiling like, was something leaking? <laughs> What's happening? I, I but, have to applaud that ceiling. Well, I was, sir. I didn't know where it came from. I was like, what's happening now? came from your literal handiwork. <laughs> Little did I know I found a secret. <laughs> so, Tommy, obviously, you know what works on set. You know what works off set yes. because you are in porn. So... What are some tips and tricks you can give our male listeners of the show, which I'm pretty certain is like 90% of the audience or like 70, who knows? I have no idea how like the statistics work for this. We are getting more fe uh, higher female audience than I expected. Awesome. Oh, wonderful. So women listening to this, bring this back to your man, have him listen. How do you do it? <laughs> From a professional. You know, I, I remember I was on BuzzFeed and I was giving advice for couples who were like, we want to like have better sex. Ah, BuzzFeed, the cosmopolitan of the internet. Sorry, continue. I used to write for Cosmo. Sorry, sorry, There's sorry. a reason I used to. Oh, used to. I didn't know all of their audience, majority of them were young because they were like, that's disgusting. This doesn't make sense. Why would he say this? And I was like, who the fuck am I talking to? 
So I want to hear what the advice was. And like the best advice I was given was like, talk to your partner. Like you guys have to be on the same page of what you want. Like, what? What? How, to be this honest? advice couldn't possibly make sense if you're 12. <laughs> <laughs> I've done over a thousand scenes, right? But my girlfriend will still tell me, move here, a little there, softer there, like push there. That's great. Stay there, stay there, stay there. Like I am still learning. I think anybody who just assumes they're a god and the best is really an idiot. Like... <laughs> Sex at home is different. Say that one more time just to drive it home. Like what, <laughs> if you think you cannot improve what you do for your partner anymore, what what are you again from a professional? You're a fucking idiot. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Please keep working to, to, to help your partner help you, help them help you. A lot of the, the sex that I, what I do with my girlfriend actually, like I do incorporate that in scenes because I see how it makes her feel. So- oh. While I'm like certain positions, you just can't, but like definitely in spoon, pinching the clit, pinching it to a point like that keeps her aroused, rubbing it, but always keep it lubed. Like spit on the fingers is great. If you're going to put your fingers inside her when you're penetrating her, cut your fucking nails and make sure they're clean. (laughs) Like just basic hygiene. It's such simple rules to make each other happy that people just don't do or assume they don't have to. And it's dumb. If you want her to suck it, wash it. Yeah. I'm not circumcised. Like That's going to be the name of our first book is going to be Wash Your Junk, a user's guide. And maybe in, like the first page is like a baby wipe, like a wipe to like wipe the head of your penis. It's It'll come with a complimentary like... <laughs> Maybe that should just be the whole book. It should just be the, a book with baby wipes in its side of it. Hardcover <laughs> book comes with baby wipes. It'll be called Wash Your Junk. And that's all. It, and Alice, like, that'll be our next promotional product. Oh, I could so make this happen too. Okay, this was my idea. We're splitting the profits. Not even a question. <laughs> Good, we're on it. I just want to write the introduction. That's it. Done. Just You're hired. <laughs> yep, we're on it. We'll, we'll give you a royalty. <laughs> like a men's memoir. Today was great. We could put you on the cover. You look virile and manly, and you can be like, men, do you want to pleasure your woman more, and do you want her to pleasure you more? Do you want to fuck like a porn star? I get them to do this with wash your junk wipes. Wash your junk. <laughs> <laughs> Shave your balls, trim your ball Ooh. hair. Wash your junk. It could come with a razor. Yeah. It could be a whole uh, better sex. Like, we're already writing the copyright on this. Fuck off, everyone. <laughs> we could do like an info commercial and screen at like 4 a.m. Who's our Billy Mays? We can't bring him back. Like, we can't prop a dead corpse like, oh, well, maybe we can. Hold on. Let me think about this one. Oh um, <laughs> who is our Billy Mays for this 4 a.m. wash your junk commercial? Evan Stone will come out and promote that you should have wash your junk. It will be the best way to have your junk washed before you plunder it deep into a woman of your choosing. (laughs) Wash your junk. It's the only thing Evan Stone washes his junk with. I hope that was good for you. Either that or I'll just do the VO. I hope that all my theater training has worked for you guys. You are are welcome. That was a result of my terrible childhood. Cheers. (laughs) Evan Stone on a horse. Just like oh kind of oh showering him with a hose. <laughs> I want him like there are these pictures on the upper floor at kink.com or at the armory, or at least there were last time I was there that have like uh, I think there was one of them that was like Peter North in like old timey royal gear. He's uh, walking a horse with a, a 
there's a woman sucking the horse's cock. I swear to God that was the poster. But I'm like, yeah, maybe we could do something <laughs> like that for the video. <laughs> was that on K- – I don't know if that was on King. It was a painting at, in the upper floor of the armory. Oh, in the armory. I, oh. I, I may have been to a party once. <laughs> I know that painting. I don't think she was sucking it, but there was definitely a horse there. And it was um, – And she was like hanging from it or sucking his – there was a dick and it was being sucked and there was a horse and there was, I believe, Peter North immortalized <laughs> in royal attire. Got it. Got it. Look, there were some interesting <laughs> things and it was a strange night. My my vision's a little blurred from all of that. You know, I know we've already in the Patreon content discussed Peter North ejaculating and horse ejaculation, but now I have a new scene in mind where it's like, wait, is Peter North still doing scenes, by the way? Um, I believe he is. I don't know how often. Uh, somebody I work with, Craven Moorhead, he used to work for him more, but he works in more now for Pure Taboo. So honestly... There's so many people in this industry I just don't know or like I've only met them like really quickly, but there's a lot of people I have no idea what's going on. That's fine. Okay, so here's the idea. We get Peter North, we get a horse. (laughs) It's a competition. It's a competition. Exactly. I just looked it up because I was curious. He is 61. Now I want to know. And he still looks good. Now I want to know how old Ron Jeremy is. That might kill Peter North. (laughs) Ron Jeremy is only four years older than him, and Peter North looks so much better. Look, all I'm saying is you have to go out with a bang. Maybe it's just like an ejaculation competition with a horse. And I think that's how he ends on top. Oh, man. Let's be honest. Is there going to be anything greater than that? If that was like to save the world, like it's a jerk-off contest between aliens and North, they're like, it's all up to you. That could be the porn parody of Armageddon, Cumageddon, and they have to go onto the asteroid and they have to just come it to death. <laughs> His come will change the direction Leroy. and he will save the world. <laughs> We're pitching this now. And he needs, of course, an army of cyborg uh, or fembots to come and jerk him off so that he gets enough come out. Pinch his nipples, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> they need to. They need like one hand in each pleasure button and it's going to be enough come to that rocket. That It's just, yeah. I think we're writing this one, Alice. <laughs> Leroy, call us. I swear, every other episode, we're going to end up giving unsolicited pitches to Leroy, and I'm sure he gets it all the time, and I'm sure he's sick of it. He gets so many. He gets so many that yeah. it's become, people are like, can I pitch you? And he's like, how about I throw you an idea? And the guy's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> he's like, good luck making it. I mean, I think Yvette and I can eventually figure something out, and we'll shoot I figure we have to go to him with at least a a storyboard and like and a first draft. That's a thing that would have to like, given the number of people that are like, I really want to do a porn parody of the pianist (laughs) or how about Schindler's like someone has to have suggested that because people are sick fucks. Yeah. You know, that's happened. My question always people are like, oh, you work in porn. You're crazy in this. I was like, are we crazy for making it? Are you crazy for wanting it? Because if you didn't want it, we wouldn't make it. Like, we'd make something else, obviously. Exactly. (laughs) The supply exists because the demand exists. Exactly. And everyone that works with ours is, they're 18. Like, just because they're in pigtails doesn't mean 
<laughs> they're underage, you fucking idiots. Like, they're of yeah. age. <laughs> I mean, I can put myself in pigtails, but I still need Botox to not look like I've prematurely had this forehead age, all right? <laughs> let's, just, let's be clear. My favorite is that, you know, one day you'll be shooting a scene where it's, oh, my first time. And then, like, two days later, you're uh, fucking your stepson Milf. who's, like, 10 years older than you are. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, the same yeah. girl could be, like, my first gangbang Monday, my first anal Tuesday. Tuesday, my first, like, fucking my stepson Wednesday. You know, it's... My first robot blowjob Saturday. She's banging out all of her first. you know? They're her first something. It's her first time doing a porn today. Ta-da! <laughs> my first porno. Again. I'm a virgin as of this morning, for this morning. As of today. Right now, yeah. I am still a virgin. <laughs> as I always like to say, everyone's always one fuck away from being in a porno. Yeah, I, now everyone with phones, everyone wants that. Like, I don't know, everyone's a producer, a director now because this looks great. This is great. Stay right there. Someone brings a selfie stick into the bedroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've heard of someone using a helmet and a GoPro. No, we found a dick GoPro. We found a dick GoPro. Oh, no, I've heard of I'm talking about another situation. Oh, they, whoops. I'm just imagining the woman in that situation being like, you're going to have to blindfold me because I can't watch this. <laughs> That's basically what you got to wear for the VR porn. Yeah. Because when the guys do the VR, you just, the guys can't talk. It's all about the girl. Oh like, literally, that's the one porno where you're just a cock. You can't touch him. You can't do anything. You just sit there. So speaking of VR porn, so while I was at uh, the AEEs and I was trying out the different VR headsets, I had two guy friends with me. And it was hysterical because we're all trying, all three of us. So two guys and me, and they're like, when when they take it off, they say, oh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like seeing, you know, you look down, it's not your own dick and, you know, it's not your own body. And I'm like, yeah, must be fucking weird for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> were they annoyed it wasn't their body? Was the cock bigger or like? I didn't care to ask oh. because I was mostly focused on like, well, now I have a cock in this scenario. Oh, how do you like it? Oh, now I'm getting close. Oh, it's uncomfortable now, huh? You know, I'm looking forward for VR porn from the woman's point of view of like, and then having guys try that on and see, all right, this is what it looks like to have a dick go in you. I don't know if they've done that. They haven't. I don't think so. The last scene of the Simpsons porn that we just watched, they could have made that one. Have you seen this? I saw it a long time ago. I think I had a, no, that was a family guy. I wasn't in the the Simpson porn. Okay, so it is all done from Homer's point of view, like with very few exceptions. And there's a scene where Marge asks for oral sex from Homie. And of course she takes his head as the camera points <laughs> it down. And it's not just that the he's down there, it's that she is bucking her hips and, you know, obviously faking it and you know then taking the camera and doing this oh, <laughs> were, like you know thrusting taking it, you it back know, and forth thrust, yeah and it was just like it was too much like i'm like is that what vr porn for women's <laughs> gonna be like is you know what ella darling is a genius and a, a miracle worker i look forward to seeing what would come out of that but i'm curious <laughs> if they could make a vr per- version of the simpsons one and how how that would feel that'd be hilarious the grabbing the camera <laughs> <or something. laughs> honestly the women vr thing I don't know. That's just like solos. Like just guys basically. The girlfriend experience. Fucking 
Would they, the guy be penetrating anything? Perhaps a fleshlight at home? Or, I mean, there could also be the scenario where a girl is giving a blowjob, but you're from doing it from the woman's point of view, so you could see your head going back and forth against the cock and balls. Yeah, it's just like torso, just like, whoa. <laughs> hey, you know what? Somebody would buy it. <laughs> you, I would buy it. It would make money. I am that somebody. See? We, we'd go. buy it just out of curiosity. See? Just be like, what's, what's going on with this? We are equal opportunity weirdo porn reviewers. It will happen. I bet you it will happen. You know, we've got into quicksand porn. I'm up for anything now. We haven't watched quicksand porn yet. We've oh, spoken- I have. Oh, God damn it. Wait, is there an actual, like, is there a quicksand porn with a plot? Yeah. Or is it just... Plot is normally, like, okay. girl one ends up in, like, quicksand because she's running away from a scenario. Then girl two ends up finding girl one sinking, tries helping her, and then girl, like, one sinks, and sometimes girl number two sinks. Wait, is there sex anywhere in there, or... No. That's not porn. That's enjoying watching people die. Like it's I, so, it's still masturbatory material. We've discussed this. What would the comments be? She sank too fast in this one. <laughs> Not believable. I didn't get to enjoy watching the air burp up from underneath the, the mud. Come on. That's really funny. And people are crazy. Our friend comedian Matt Lee was was the one that uh, introduced us to this. He also told us about the time that he fucked a, a Billy Bass, those things that the singing fish <laughs> guys you will enjoy the big lebowski episode so go back and listen to that one he's a character <laughs> matt we love you we want to know what other animatronic things he's if you would fuck an animatronic singing fish email us info at two girls <laughs> if you have fucked everything but an animatronic singing fish and it's still interesting please still email us at info at two girls so tommy aside from women what else have you fucked <laughs> Uh, Inanimate objects, we want to know. I did do something recently with a real sex doll. Really? Oh, I have not heard any reviews on these, so I am titillated. Let's hear. I swear to God, it was okay. It was a weird. <laughs> it was as if she was just lying there, right? It was me and Whitney Wright, so I wasn't totally alone. And there were things that were weird, so when I was sticking my cock in her face, like her eyes and head would bulge. So, it, and that was hilarious. Wait, and that was a, like a programmed in thing that it- Well, no, it, it's it's just because it's rubber. So as you filled up the head, like the eyes oh. were going to pop out. And I've never done that before. Oh my God. I've been in that scenario. <laughs> I, get I get it. Look, I didn't mean to shove it in that far, Alice. God. It was a trip because I'd never seen that before. And then you have like eight people behind you filming and watching and everyone's like trying not to laugh. And it's like, look at her head, dude. <laughs> it was like a blowfish just like oh back God. and forth. Wait, wait, but you somehow found the fortitude to finish, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's being a not laughing, staying in character. See, this is you why you're a professional. You have a professional penis. We said we brought a professional penis on the show, and we did not disappoint. He fucked a robot for your pleasure and for his. <laughs> the scene's not out yet, but it's for Pure Taboo for their sci-fi series, and basically, is there a plot to this? Because yeah, I have oh to- no, it's <gasps> a great it's a great plot. So basically. I joined a dating We're site. We're going to be reviewing this. <laughs> I joined a dating site and Whitney Wright comes over and we're like, I never did this before. And it's, I posted it as let's have a threesome. So I'm like, this is great. 
oh, we like museums too and books and music, but we don't get out a lot. I can't wait for you to meet her. So when I introduce her, the doll's sitting at the table and then Whitney sees it's a doll and she freaks out. And then I, I start crying and I confess that, look, my wife died of cancer. I try to help her. She actually helped me kind of gain the courage to like become something again because I was so alone. So Whitney, it shocks her at first, but then she can't stop having dreams about the doll. And then she comes back to me and is like, I want to give it a try. So the three of so us. So it's a love story. It is a love story. It's a robot. <laughs> Brie Mills sent a, like the people who made it, I think Allure Dolls sent them a message saying, we would like to do something with one of your dolls, but we're not making fun of it. We want to make it serious. And they were like, okay. And they threw out some pointers to say, so, you know, the goal is to like make this as real as possible and be like, do the things you love in life, do they have to have a heartbeat? Can they not be something you really care about if you honestly feel that. This is like Lars and the real girl, except porn. Exactly. It was awesome. And the trailer was amazing. And it's going to be out, I believe, next month on the 1st. And I'll send you a link for it. So what you're saying is we're, we're helping promote you for the for your consideration campaign next year for the AVNs, of course, right? Uh, no, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I never had sex with a doll like that. Like, I've stuck my dick in, like, fruit... Wait, do you have a favorite fruit that you suck your dick in? Cantaloupes were nice. I've heard a a slightly warmed cantaloupe is a preference amongst uh, people who have fucked fruit. Look, I don't have a dick. I'm just going by what I've heard, okay? I've kind of always wanted to, like, suck on a dick after it's been in fruit because I want to know, will it be fruity? Will it? Will that be a treat? I need to know. I feel like it will hold that essence. What have you heard of grapefruiting? I have, but I only worry the grapefruit might sting, sting. if it I gets heard. in the pee hole. I'm fascinated by the fact our audience, if you haven't seen this, just Google grapefruiting your man and wait out the entire thing for the noises. That's all I'm going to say. This is going back to episode three where we were discussing grapefruiting. Jesus. Oh my God. But I can't believe you remember the episode. But yeah, like grapefruiting is it's still when one of the funniest. When you spend however many hours listening to us discuss how to fuck someone with a grapefruit, you don't forget. Hey, no, no, no. There was not, it was not fucking with a grapefruit. It was giving head with a okay, grapefruit. Okay, okay, I'm a stickler for Correction. facts. <laughs> so when you were saying giving head, would it go, the penis would go inside and then in the mouth and back and forth? I feel like back into the vagina would be a uh, potential cause for a yeast infection, Ugh. but from the fruit to the mouth. Yeah, what's her, I don't know. You eat with your hands. I right? see no problem with that. May as well just coat it in chocolate first. Mm. There was a great joke from Ron White that I forget the exact uh, turn of the joke, but it's like, you know, if God was a woman, cum would taste like chocolate. This would work out for everyone. See, I just fucking enjoy cheese, so I want to fondue that shit yeah there you go <laughs> but I, like i want cheese like with something to scrape off of it so like i don't know if my husband would be like okay with me being like here could i have a cracker <laughs> like, we're in a tortilla chips honey i've done orgies where food was involved and it might seem fun at first but once that like potato salad starts mm-hmm. hardening oh my God. Oh, i vomited I, oh. I i had to step away oh. and throw up and then come back i thought you were joking about potato salad as the for instance food no oh, oh i'm so sorry <laughs> Ooh, that's something there's a few things that i've like incorporated 
and scenes and that like food was definitely the one that after a little bit it could go very bad it's not fun. When we are young and don't know much about sex, we joke about things like chocolate syrup and whipped cream being sexy. And then we grow up and we're like, that's a yeast infection in the making. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've stuck a uh, candy, like uh, gummy bears in my foreskin and the girl like suck them out. But because they got like the candy got sticky, it ended up like cutting me. Oh, yeah. Dude. That is not good. No, it's, it's like you find all these things out because you're like, I'll do that. Sure, why not? Like sticking lollipops in a girl's butt made her butt bleed because it teared the skin because the lollipop got too sticky and it just oh kind of ripped it. Yeah. Ow. Sorry. There are toys that are specifically designed to stick into those orifices. Eat the lollipop. Insert the butt plug. These are, don't interchange. I mean, if you want to stick a butt plug in your mouth, fine. Like, wash it first. But still, you know, please. This is why we have flavored lube, I feel like. Yeah. There's also why we have porn, because people could do dumb shit like that and be like... <laughs> Oh, they did it. They could live vicariously through you. <laughs> yeah. They live vicariously through your vomiting from potato salad use. And po- Why the... F- whose idea was this? So wait, when I was sending over that gif with Olivia Wilde uh, stuffing like 12 hot dogs in her mouth, like that was probably a scene you actually did. That was part of the potato salad <laughs> scene, I'm sure. It's like the beginning, like mid of the picnic. So the thing for that movie, it was supposed to be like the seven deadly sins. So the one for gluttony. gluttony, everybody was like just eating and food and everything. And then um, like we had partners and then eventually we all just had sex at once. And all by that time, all the food was just gross and hard and cold. Oh. That's what made it nauseous. Ugh. Did no one hear of refrigeration? Was this not available? But they only had a certain amount of food. So oh. we just had to keep using it. And then- when you shoot for a few hours, all the food is hardening into hair and everywhere. Oh yeah, it, it just- Yvette, this is why they have tight budgets. They have to work with what they have. Guys, pay exactly. for your porn. They need more food on set. We need refrigeration. Feed your porn stars. Give them refrigeration. They deserve to not die of salmonella or puke after all that banging. What made me vomit was I think I had somebody in behind and she had so much food in her hair- the smell of the hair oh. and then the heat from the room made me, I just lost it. So that was it. All yeah. right. Sorry. I, I vomit easily from bad smells. I, oof. yeah, I'm more sensitive to that. I think as I get older, like if I smell a certain cologne, I'm going to lose it. I got to get away from people. I'm the same exact way. I'm super sensitive to smell. Um, I can't walk through a drugstore. If I have a coworker who has way too much perfume, I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to a different floor. I can't do this. I tell girls to not wear perfumes or she's like, do you mind if I put deodorant on? I was like, I'd rather you not. If it's unscented, it yeah. The best unscented deodorant I found is actually men's Mitchum. No mm. scent whatsoever and protects better than anything else. Nothing else seems to just be like, it's all powder. <laughs> it's In other words, you're still added 
fragrance. Like exactly. Men's Mitchum does really well. With That's completely unscented. So, Tommy, there's not a lot of dicks in the industry. Tell us more about that. Because it seems like, obviously, it's not the easiest for a guy to perform in front of a room and a full crew and cameras. So that already weeds out the number of men that can go into porn. If you don't mind me asking, how did you find yourself in porn? And do we ha- hold men to unreasonable standards in porn? I need to know. I guess the history about me, like... I believe when I was between like 11 or 13, I found my first like Jessica Hahn Playboy issue in like the gutter. And and your life was changed forever. Something clicked. I was like, this is awesome. And as life went on and like Skinamax, Cinemax, you know, Friday After Dark, like I just really loved porn. And I would get to a point where I had so much, I would just shopping bags, I would have to clear out my house, my closet. And I just, I always loved looking at it. And, you know, when I worked at a union job, I was able to get my first like computer or Dell through the union for really cheap. And then once like I got online (laughs) and then I was like porn, I was like, (laughs) I was like, this is bad. And I just always loved it. When I was old enough, I would go to the sex shops in New York my friends made fun of me once because my dad gave me money to go buy groceries and I went to like a, a booth thing and I jerked off. And he's like, so you spent the milk money? <laughs> and then like a year later or something, that movie came out called Milk Money. And that was like an inside joke or something for spending money I should have bought with food but <laughs> for porn. I just always loved porn. I thought it was beautiful. Women are beautiful. And... When I got into the industry, because a friend of mine introduced me to Joanna Angel, and I knew of the website, and at that time, they were competing with Suicide Girls. So they were like, if we're going to do anything that stands out, we have to actually do full penetration. So Joanna interviewed me at a bar in Williamsburg. She's like, one, do you have any barbed wire tattoos? And I was like, no. She's like, okay, and if you're willing to do this, you got to shave all your body hair. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, that's how the guys look in porn. I don't know. I'm new to this also. And I was like, so if I do that, we'll have sex. She's like, yeah, I guess so. And I was like, like, give me a razor. (laughs) Was a barbed wire tattoo a pro or a con? Con. Okay, She good. didn't want a guy with a, just a cheesy barbed wire tattoo. <laughs> okay, we don't kink shame, but I will shame someone with a barbed wire tattoo. I'm sorry, gentlemen. Oh, the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you protecting under there? <laughs> You're badass because you sat in a tattoo parlor for three hours and tattooed on some barbed wire. Oh. <laughs> like, that's what her requirements I had to do. The first week we were going to shoot, it got canceled. The second week we were going to shoot, it got canceled. The third week, we were going to shoot in some themed hotel in Manhattan. I totally forgot where. And I get there early and I'm waiting and I'm texting friends. I was like, this is hilarious. I can't believe I'm going to do this. I don't know how it's going to go. And I remember I get a text from Joanna and she's like, we're here. So I walk over. When I leave the bench... A bunch of old people were like sitting next to me, but I wasn't talking to them. But the thing that was so funny when I get up, that one of the old ladies is like, good luck. 
and like not saying a word to her. She was just like, good luck. And I was like, yeah, okay. That was weird. We go to the place and the hotel room is flooded. So again, it was going to get canceled. And I tell Joanna, I can't keep shaving my body. It's really uncomfortable. Can I call a friend? He has a place in Brooklyn, a loft, big ceilings. He has a rooftop. They're like, sure, we'll go there. We go there. They do the photo sets on the roof. And they're like, hey, how do you feel about shooting the scene on the roof? And I was like, whoa, um, sure, okay. So we go to shoot the scene, and there's like three people up there. And we're like, look, we're going to shoot something here. It's a modeling thing. There's going to be some nudity. We can't ask you to leave, but if you don't mind, you can hang out. And everyone's like, yeah, sure. Oh, don't worry. No problem. So while we're shooting, (laughs) I see in the corner, like people on their phone, like (laughs) texting. And then on the other side, I keep hearing the fire exit open. So while we're shooting the scene, my first scene, Joanna's first scene, it was an anal scene. People from the building kept coming on the roof to watch. Oh, no. So by the time we finish the scene, there's 30 people watching us. Oh, my God. We get a round of applause. And oh, my God. that was my first porn scene. Well done. And that was summer of 2005. And then from there, we did a bunch of others. We did the Reanimator parody, the Repenetrator, which was the horror porno. And that became like a cult classic. It was shown in theaters. We did live shows of it in Chicago and New York. Like we actually did a tour. That one got really famous. And honestly, like if Joanna never asked me to do the scene or be part of it, I would have just still been a fan. I'd still probably be working in New York as a maintenance worker. Porn has been amazing to me. I love the industry. I love all the people in it, and it has been nothing but good for me. It's crazy. June will be 14 years doing this, and I still make a living and a career off it. I've learned a lot from it. I respect it. And at this point, like being what Stormy Daniels is doing, a lot more people are looking at us, and it's great that we're kind of getting to change a lot of people's minds of how they perceive it. So that's been a fun little mission to really point out all the positive things of it and change a lot of people's minds. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's one of the things that when Yvette and I started this podcast, we were like, all right. I mean, everybody participates in some way when it comes to viewing porn or doing it. And this isn't a taboo thing, but we treat it as such. And it's ridiculous because, you know, we watch, we benefit from what you guys are doing, but The problem is there's such a mindset, especially with this generation of, you know, getting porn for free. Well, you don't ask fucking Matt Damon to, like, fucking perform for you for free. He gets the big bucks for a reason. Why won't he just do it for exposure? (sighs) What? That's how artists get paid, right? Our generation, unfortunately, just doesn't respect porn actors. We are just so brought up with this stupid shame. And we're like, fuck that. We need to talk to these people. We need to, you know, introduce, you know, what mainstream audiences should be hearing, which is from you guys. Because, I mean, guys, pay for your porn. We can't stress this enough. Like, we do every fucking episode. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I mean, you guys are just everyday people. You have your jobs. You know, some of you love your jobs. Some of you are like, you know what, this 
It's a fucking paycheck. Paying the bills. And that's the thing. I mean, I have to say, though, this community, since I've been in it for the last, I want to say, six months now, holy shit, you guys, like, are the most supportive, ambitious community, just the most welcoming people I have ever met in my life. And that's what I kind of love about people, at, at least that I've met in porn. I've only had good experiences throughout, and yet nobody wants to talk to you guys. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You guys have the sex and you admit to it. It's okay to have the sex. You can't admit to having the sex. It's supposed to be done by a man and woman shamefully after the Lord said it was all right. In missionary. Only missionary. Under the covers. 9.30 Saturday night only. There's no CGI. Like, we put everything out there. You're seeing us for what we are in real time. Like, the only thing that would make it more real if, but it would ruin the fantasy if people saw our conversations like, are you okay? What do you want to do today? Can I pull your hair? No, I have a weave in. Don't spit in my face. You can spit in my face. Like, there's so much stuff that goes in before, and it's just like people don't want to acknowledge that. Every time I did something mainstream, everybody was impressed that I was a cool guy afterwards. They were like, we just thought, you know, you would be a pig and pull your dick out and like try to fuck everybody. But I'm like, dude, are people questioning like action movie stars in Hollywood? Like, do you want to go kill people? Like, because you're you're Kevin Spacey. Like, I'm a chemist, but I haven't thrown bleach at someone because I'm like, I know how this works. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah, it's insane that people just assume we're like that because they see it on camera. But they don't want to say that about anything else. Yeah, there's no other profession that really gets treated that way except for sex workers. For women, there's no other profession unless you are like have a degree or your own business that you get paid more than a man. You literally have to get fucked by a guy to make more than a guy. Wow. Is that right? Uh... Are there jobs that where somebody like straight out of college can make a thousand dollars for not doing anything? Um, I wouldn't say someone getting fucked is not doing anything. No, you're still putting in a lot of work. No, no, no. I, I know. But I don't know. My current job, I feel like I'm not doing anything sometimes. I would say very few right out of college. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're lucky, unless you know someone, unless you depends on what you got for your degree out of college and what your connections are, but yeah. it is rare, I would say. Yeah, sex work is work. The girls are definitely putting in the work, but then a lot of people shit on them for what they do. And because they're making a living taking care of themselves or their family, like they still get shit on. Yeah. I mean, if somebody pointed out also that a lot of like when mainstream interviews porn stars like they have to follow up with their real name mm. which also puts him in jeopardy like i don't feel comfortable with that no. no i was at a porn event and i accidentally used someone's real name because that's what i was using when we were just talking and then i didn't realize that in public i had to use their porn name and i was like oh shit you're right and then you know moving forward i corrected myself because that's the thing you don't want to put someone at risk at jeopardy because of security purposes because their stalkers exist. Yeah. yeah. And like you can approach us through all social media. Like majority of us are willing to talk to people. You have access to us. Like we're out there. We sell our bodies. That's how we communicate with people and we, we build a fan base. So we have to talk to people and we're all approachable. It's just people are fucking crazy and don't know 
how to back the fuck off, uh, understand no. Well, because if you sell your body, it must mean that your body is owned by other people. Yeah, I paid for this, so you owe me now. I rented an hour of viewing this that you did before that was open for everyone else to rent. You're mine! Yeah, do you buy a movie ticket in the theater and then, like, you deserve a fucking... To talk to the movie star? I know I deserve that with George Clooney. He still he knows what he did. He knows. <laughs> so that said, I know that people do clip requests. You know, you could pay to have a, one of your favorites uh, do a personal clip for you. Do you offer that service? I'm just curious. Yeah, I've done that. What's the most interesting clip request, if you don't mind sharing, or, that you've ever received? Nothing crazy. Just like, would you jerk off? Would you put some in your butt? Would you have sex with another girl? So yeah, I'm all up for that. If you go on my OnlyFans. I want to hear a nutty one. Like, would you jerk off into a cup of coffee? Like something like stupid. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that without anyone asking. <laughs> Was it to aim? Was it to see if you could be like, how far away can I get this? Would you like milk or creamer? And then you just ejaculate into a cup of coffee. Do you want salt to counteract the bitterness? I got that too, baby. Like, Is it weird that I just did it on my own and no one asked and I posted? No. like I have a recipe book. There is an entire recipe book using cum. Like, no. Yes. Of course there is. I didn't know that. Rule 34. There's a margarita where it's called the splasherita, where you finish it off with a little bit of cum on top and it coagulates <laughs> as it should. I object to this. I think the cum should have been used to coat the rim and then you can dip it in some, you know, whatever fucking salt or sugar. Whether I don't know if salt or sugar would go better, but it should be used as the rim coating to dip. I think that would be a more appropriate usage if it is not properly mixed into the liquid, into the drink. I don't want coagulants in my drink. I will say for the guys listening, like definitely what you ingest makes your cum taste a certain way. If you drink, eat a lot of shitty food or crappy drinks, like your cum's going to taste bitter and gross. Like I drink a lot of ginger beer and that helps my stomach you know I, I like it but also a lot of like pineapple juice is true like drink a lot of water and your cum will taste sweet i've tasted my own cum and i agree it tastes sweet i want double blind peer-reviewed studies on the pineapple juice but i i don't know how they would get that double blind to peer-reviewed i just i'm curious i'm sure somebody will fund it <laughs> sure. do they measure the amount of glucose in the ejaculate i just I want to know. Now that you mentioned that, you know, you drink ginger beer to help your stomach, has anyone ever said, oh, fuck, I don't have like any ginger chews or something like that to help my unsettled stomach? Tommy, come over here. I'm going to suck your cock. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that sweet gingery cum. Not yet. Not yet. I don't <laughs> feel well. I need to blow you. <laughs> I got to, my tummy hurts. Call Tommy. <laughs> well, now we know if Tommy's ever around and we have a stomach ache, we've got ourselves covered, possibly literally. You have my number. Just give me a call. I'll run right over, fill you up, and leave. Is it? I just, just want to know, does it come in those little like cups like you take Pepto with, or do you have to <laughs> aim like straight for the mouth? Like, I And how good is your aim? These are all pertinent questions. My aim is pretty good. See, not being circumcised. Sometimes when you're jerking, the, the skin catches the front. Mm. You know, like catching a, a bee on camera, it's wings. 
So as the cum comes out, sometimes your foreskin could <gasps> grab it and then it might send it a different direction. And that direction might be somewhere you didn't want, but I've gotten pretty good at it. Have you ever had to reshoot a scene because the cum decided to go a different direction? No, I've had to reshoot scenes because they hit the record while they're recording, so stopped filming. And then they were like, oh, I didn't get that. I was like, oh, you suck. So I need like 20 minutes or whatever. We'll see what happens. (laughs) It doesn't happen a lot, thank God, but it does happen. So we've talked a lot about your career in porn. We haven't asked about the man attached to the penis. So how is it? What's your life like outside of the porno shoot? You mentioned you have, you know, kids, family. Yeah. What do you what do you do for a good time when you're not fucking beautiful women on camera? I know life is really hard for you right now. <laughs> Honestly, I am really chill. I have two boys. They're 10 and 7. Those are fun ages. I love them. I hang out more with them than anything. And I think it's a reflection of like, when I grew up, my dad like always worked. I barely saw him. He drove a cab in New York. So he was like, wake up in the crack of dawn, come home at night. My goal as a parent is to do everything they didn't do. (laughs) So honest to God, I have an amazing relationship with them because I give them a lot of time. This job that everyone tends to shit on that doesn't understand, like gives me the money I need, gives me the hours I need to still be a father and like be part of their lives. So like I had to talk to myself about this and I was like, is this what I want to do? Is this good for me? And I was like, as of right now and the way the world is going, how fast things are happening, like this is the perfect job for me now. It provides, it gives me a, a time with them and They're not old enough yet. Of course, I'm going to have to talk to them about what I do, but I'm not ashamed of what I do. And they're mature enough. And like, I I don't bullshit them. They know our president's a piece of shit. Like, I'm fucking honest with them. They know like life is hard and you got to do your best to stay in the game and just be strong. And so all this time that I get to put in with them is amazing. Most of the times I am home with them Or if I'm not home with them, if they're with their mom, like, I do stand-up comedy. No shit. Yeah, yeah. With my partner, like, we do a lot of- This is shocking, because we didn't find you funny at all. Not (laughs) not a single giggle out of us. Oh, my God. I do horror shorts with my girlfriend. (laughs) We've done movies and stuff. It's funny, at, like, 42 now, I feel like I have to work harder than ever just to kind of stay on top of the brand I'm making, basically who I am. And- I think so many people, like, once you've done porn, oh, you can't do anything else. I find that bullshit. I think as long as you prove you could do the work and not just expect stuff to be handed to you, you can accomplish a lot. And I think more than ever, so many more doors are open and people want to hear our stories and talk about us. And there's more potential now than ever for people in our industry to progress. It's just how hard are you going to work at it? I like this trend of porn stars going into comedy because I feel like, <laughs> I, I don't know, I just, I, I like my dicks to be funny. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I feel like you can't be in porn without at least somewhat of a sense of humor. It's inherently funny. Like It's hilarious. And I mean, this is, 
part of what made Alice and I end up doing this was I could not watch, you know, porn with my partner without like making a zillion jokes about it. And he'd be like, honey, you're killing the fucking mood. I'm like, but it's hilarious. It's <laughs> fucking funny. I know from day one, like I look different from other guys. Like I'm five, seven. I've always had a gut, you know, like I know I'm not what people expect to see. And humor and like I enjoy acting like that's helped me stand above the rest of so many people and so many guys I see they're like I could relate to you I watch your porns because you're not this like hung donkey and I'm like no I'm not I fucking joke about it I know what I look like you're not Johnny Sins who hasn't eaten a carb in 17 years Jesus fucking Christ (laughs) yeah I'm scared of some of those bodies I'm like I will break a hip if I had sex with that I won an award this year for at the Ink Angels Awards for like performer of the year and like my acceptance speech was like to all the f- guys who are five seven, you know, with dad bod, <laughs> with dad exactly. I was like, this is for us. This is for us. I did all that fucking for you. <laughs> I see what's out there. My dick is all our dicks, gents. <laughs> I am slightly above average, and I am proud. Hey, slightly above average is a wonderful dick size. That gets my motherfucking stamp of approval. Just- <laughs> I will take slightly above average any day. What I won't take is, uh, so we have, we've made so many dick jokes about this. Oh my God. So Dreg contacted me. He slid into my DMs because he saw me riding a motor bunny at the AEEs. His dick is bigger than my arm. It's ridiculous. Like, that dick is so big. We know it has an exploratory committee to run for president in 2020. We know it. It doubles as the Washington Monument for films that are made in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. So how hard can you go with somebody? You'd kill them. Like, that dick will bruise. I want to know if ass or vagina is is easier, like, for a dick that big. Because as, as we know, the rectum is nightmarishly elastic. And at some point, you hit payload when you're in vagina like i just how has he ever actually gotten balls deep in someone i don't know if that's possible like i I just i look at a dick that big and i'm like that's a physics problem because you cannot get that much square footage into something that tiny the matter will not happen like he doesn't need personal security he has that dick (laughs) so it didn't show at the avn awards but it's gonna be on when they show it on showtime in may so he did a whole skit where I did the voice of Dred. Oh, he sent me that. (laughs) I did the voice of Dred's dick, and I was interviewing (gasps) him. Oh, my God. We were reminiscing. I have to see that. And it was funny, but the skit we did afterwards, the joke was Dred's dick, like, he fell asleep, so Dred's dick went off and, like, wanted to find out what it's like to be in L.A. and at the ABN Awards, so... We have this gigantic dick on a stick and I'm interviewing <laughs> girls. It got so fucking funny. Oh my God. It has like googly eyes and a wig. It's hysterical. Yeah, it had dreads, sunglasses. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm going it's up to much. girls. I was like, can you fit your hands around me? And most of them couldn't. <laughs> I was like, if I had sex. Wait, I, was it a scale model? It wasn't. It was a little smaller because I was like, that's insane. If this Wait, is- it was a little Wait, smaller what? than his <laughs> real dick. Sm- and yeah. they couldn't get their hands around <sighs> Yeah. 
Yeah. The first picture that Alice sent me was a woman, I believe she was giving him a blowjob. It was bigger than her arm. Like an anaconda would have an issue blowing him. Like, how do you expect girls four or five to like fit that in their mouth? When I saw that, my jaw dropped open and I thought, even with my jaw half open, all this way open, I still couldn't fit it. Yeah. You need to bring three friends to get all of that dick in somewhere. He literally can end careers. If he was to go, <laughs> if he was to go really hard, that dick will knock out a kidney. It would move intestines around. Like seriously, I wouldn't feel comfortable unless, like, I had dentures and I could take like my teeth out and say, "All right, now we're gonna attempt to put my mouth around it." Just the tip, though. <laughs> You're gonna get the tip. That's it. Like in the interview, he said the first girl he did the scene with, he dropped his pants, and the girl said "fuck you" and left. <laughs> Good move. He has a dick that comes with a warning sign. Honestly. And if you notice a lot of the guys with the most biggest dicks, like they're usually not hard. Their dick is so big, they could just kind of keep it inside and then it just moves, but they don't have to be hard and they can't really penetrate the girl the whole way anyway. So it's like, for me, that sucks. Yeah. That's a tease. Girls will like it, but I'm sure he's like- That sounds terrifying to me. I know far fewer size queens than I know women that are like slightly above average. Great size. Like most women I know are like, yeah, somewhere between six and seven inches, perfect. There's one girl in our circle of friends who I know who is a size queen, but- I think I know which one. We're going to talk about that later. Uh, but no, <laughs> most girls I know are like, yeah, uh, that's not, g- I don't, look, I'm going to have to move a few things around. I'm not a quitter, <laughs> but this might be, uh, might be quitting time. I'm going to need to fast for a few days and just make sure nothing's inside me. <laughs> it might have to go all the way into the colon to fit. I don't know. Somebody made a point where a lot of girls are like, oh, that's too big, but you never see like gay guys complaining. They're like, what? Let's take it in the butt. I could do it all. I yeah, don't... they have a prostate gland, though. Yeah. They are right. true champs. <laughs> I live in San Francisco. I have gunkles. If you think of like middle-aged, upper-class, uh, elegant gay men, yet who, of course, wear leather harnesses and go to the clubs, those are my uncles. I want to show them pictures of this guy and be like, so what do you think? I will get honest feedback from Steven. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. It's that saying of... I would like to have that dick for a day, you know? And if I was my size, my height with that dick, like, I would fucking blow myself. I would be a millionaire for making videos like that. Could Ron Jeremy really suck his dick or was that just a rumor? He really did, yeah. I don't know when he stopped doing it, but he was able to do it. He hasn't stopped, actually. I hear to this day he's still sucking his own cock. He is hence proof that if men can suck their own dick, they will leave the house still. True. True. Maybe it's because he could suck it in the era before Amazon. Yeah. Now I think if men could suck their own dick, they'd be like, yep, I'm just going to start an online business and buy my shit on Amazon. I have everything I need. (laughs) I've heard similar things about, you know, women being hesitant. I mean, going back to the sex robot of, oh, well, if a guy has a sex robot, what's he going to need me for? It's like, honey, give him two weeks with it. He's going to have to learn how to brush the hair. He's going to have to learn how to clean it. I mean, I want to see that shit like the post, like taking care of a sex doll. You have to curl the fuck hair. I want to see if he wants to fuck it after two weeks when he hasn't cleaned out its vagina. Because those don't come with, like ours are self-cleaning ovens. Yeah, you got to get in there. 
Like if you don't get a power washer. Yeah. Yeah. The doll they we used for the scene I was talking about, like we had to send that doll back. Oh. And there was like there was rules. Like they were like it can't come inside it, things like that. Don't put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> don't don't let it eat after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Keep away from hot objects. Only if you're into amputee porn. Yeah. That I would try. <laughs> I have had sex with an amputee. Oh. It didn't that do anything for me in either direction. Hmm. Like, I think when I met him, I met him with his, like, he had the lower half of one of his legs amputated, and I met him, he was walking on a prosthetic, and it's just didn't care in either, like, it wasn't like, this is a turn on, it wasn't like, this is a turn off. But Did you touch if, it? I mean, I at one point, I beat somebody, like, it was a... I'm not going to go into the situation, but at one point I beat somebody, <laughs> gave somebody a spanking with his uh, prosthetic, which was amusing. I, I believe he did the same thing to me. But yeah, uh, like, you know, he could always find... See, I'd be hoping there's like a sex toy attachment for... You know what? If he could, he would have. Definitely. He, it was an interesting time in my life. If you have an amputee fetish, email us info to girlswellmike.com. I think that's... If a, you're an amputee with an, a sex toy attachment for your prosthetic, let us know. Uh, info at girlswellmike.com. We really want to see that and or no. The other question I have is, of course, because, you know, people don't want to be fetishized. They want to be seen as human beings. If you are somebody who has been fetishized because of being an amputee, shoot us an email and tell us how you feel about that. Yeah. I think that's another important uh, conversation to have because we want to talk about people as human beings as well as, you know, sexual human beings. But yeah, didn't do anything for me in either direction. It was just, uh, yeah, I did. It was, you know what? Still a human being and had a good dick. So Yeah. <laughs> sex was great. Before I got into porn, I remember I, I had sex with uh, somebody of dwarf size, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to be. And I was like, oh, it was sex. It was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, small hands. I was like, whoa, I look huge. That was like the only plus that the <laughs> tiny fingers. <laughs> but but other than that, it's just sex with a human being who looks a little different. It's not like a vagina was smaller. Oh, yeah. Like I once went out with someone who was six seven. I mean, it was like climbing a tree. Oh. I've had sex with the with I think three very tall men now in the six seven to six eight neighborhood, and penis size varied. I've had sex with much shorter men with much bigger dicks. So mm. it's like they vary. Is it all yeah. about the feet? Big socks. There doesn't seem to be a correlation that I can. F I've seen. One study once it seemed to correlate the ratio between like middle and ring finger size. And I don't know if that's accurate or not. I think it's just <laughs> genetic. We need more scientists studying dicks. Why are we not funding this? We need to go fund me to study dick size compared to other things. <laughs> I didn't get it yet, but I'll announce it. I think I'm going to be getting my own dildo from Doc Johnson. <gasps> they contacted me, which I was very honored. So... How do we get sample models? Send me an address and I will send them. <laughs> we will totally review them. We'll review the shit out of your dick. I mean, not, yeah. Phrasing. Let me rephrase it. We'll, we'll review the fuck out of your dick. Ah, much better. I said I want it. I'm not circumcised, so I want the dildo to be authentic. And they said the only problem with that other company has made the dildos where their rubber retracts. But again, like the real dolls, people don't clean them properly so they said they'll make the dildo with the foreskin up, but not retractable. You know what? We will accept that. Yeah. I hear for like everybody I've worked with for years, they say, I'm doing my first anal. And they're like, do it with Tommy. 
because they're like foreskin is the best for first anal. Huh. I call it the polite handshake. <laughs> Wait, why would foreskin be the best for anal? I'm just curious. Natural lubrication? I'm definitely more sensitive. So I think uh, I pre-cum a lot more than other guys. But it's weird because I'm at a point in my career where I need, like, I ask girls to bite my penis, to scratch my balls. Like, I want a rougher blowjob. Even, like, put your pinky in my pee hole. Like, that's stuff that I like. Huh. And also, it looks great on- I'm horrified. (laughs) It looks great on camera. So, it's also, I'm doing it for visual. Like, whoa, that's, oh, my God. Because not a lot of guys do that, but I also want- It's got to make some- It makes me happy. It definitely keeps me in the game way more. A lot of guys are like, don't squeeze anything or don't touch this or lightly. I'm like, have at it, punch it, scratch it. Like, I'm all for it. Bite it. That's the thing that a lot of people freak out. They're like, why do you do that? I was like, because it feels good. This is how I do my scenes. Like, I like that feeling. I think it's awesome. Interesting. Yeah. And for foreskin, how can I say this? It's like when you put your, so like that's my foreskin, right? So for people who need a visual, uh, Tommy is uh, taking his uh, sweater and holding it over his fist of his hand. So we're now holding up his other fist like it's an asshole. So if that's a butthole, right? So you got to lube it up, right? So if it was just a head, that's like, oh, I guess it's a lot more to squeeze in, right? It's rougher. But the foreskin, if you get that in, it's like a smoother entry. Huh. I can see that. Interesting. Like a funnel. It's a natural bit of lube, basically. Exactly. It's not as abrasive. It's not as rough. Because the outside of skin moves with your butt. So it's not yeah. like if it was just a head and penis... That could be a lot rougher, but the foreskin is kind of like a shield that it goes along with your skin. It's not like- It allows the penis to move more smoothly in. And the hardest part of starting up butt sex is the initial entrance, so to speak. And that needs to go slowly. And with, I know porn stars prefer- spit, fuck you, I want lube. Uh, But like, you know, get in there slowly. If you are not in porn, for fuck's sake, use lube. Use more than you think you need, as we've said on here many, many times. And if something hurts, stop. Yeah, it's not going to (laughs) change. Like, Yeah, like if you're at a bad angle or if you haven't used enough, just it's one place where it's like, just just don't push it. Please don't. Don't have a bad experience with this. Do you prefer silicone or water-based? Aren't most water-based lubes... Don't they silicone hurt? stays more slippery where water base for me dries up and then that after uh, time hmm. that makes it way more friction and hurts. That's me. I have mainly water-based lubes for anal. I will use silicone base because I find they're a little stickier and they stay in that general proximity longer. Hmm. I don't know what I use. I just use whatever the cheap thing at Dwayne Reed is. We have a, a it works. we have a collection. There's also coconut oil. If you want us to advertise your lubrication, email us, info at com. I'm still back on our conversation where we're, we discuss honey mustard versus ranch dressing as a lube. 
Oh. <laughs> I understand why the audience Sorry, voted Tommy. for you because people love ranch, but I feel like the there is an astringency to that that would turn me off. Again, it sounds delicious. Actually, I want to have a salad after this. All right. <laughs> so... I'm not talking about tossing my salad. Don't get too excited. I'm talking about that. <laughs> okay, fine. The kids eat ass nowadays. They eat ass. <laughs> got to keep up. We got to keep up with the times. Oh, you got to eat ass. Come on. ATM. If- we once again have a uh, an episode where we have someone in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. So it's cross-generational. We're all eating the ass now, kids. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I always thought whatever I do to a girl in a scene under like consent and everything... I want it back. Like, I'll ask girls to spit in my face, choke me, pull my hair. I think that's why a lot of girls like working with me because they feel it's more fair. Like, I could still portray a dominant figure if I have to, if that's what the scene is. But if it's just a regular scene, I enjoy having sex. And it definitely, the feedback I get, people could tell, like, you naturally like having sex. It's not so, like, cold where the girl's moaning and the guy's like just looking off somewhere and it's like a machine fucking like I enjoy it. And I, and I mean, if you enjoy it, you also tend to try to give your partner pleasure too out of yeah. this. It's not just you for your dick. Like you're there for the experience for both of you. And that comes across to the people watching it. Yeah. A scene I did the other day, her eyes were rolling back and I was like, Oh, she's really good acting. <laughs> Like, I was like, all right, she's saying she's coming, but it's so rare where girls actually do get to come on set while we're shooting because everything is done in such a, like, time sequence where it's like, you got to do this, switch, yeah. switch, switch. So the fact so, that- So was she coming? Yeah. And I was cool. like, holy shit, I didn't- Applause. I was like, thank you. She's like, no, thank you. High five. <laughs> So, Tommy, thank you for joining us. By the way, uh, people absolutely need to watch your porn because you're hysterical. You're amazing. I mean, you've been in everything from Evil Head, Taxi Driver, uh, The Puppet Inside Me, I believe that. We need to watch that. Just one most outrageous. The Pee Wee Herman. (gasps) Suicide Squad. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to see all the work you have coming up. Thank you. I want to see the robot one. Like that's that's, so happening. Send that to us like immediately when it comes out. I think that needs to be the first one of his that we, just because we've been talking about it, that needs to be the first one that we review for the audience. Yeah, definitely. Now, actually for our audience, we should let them know that more of our conversation can be found at patreon.com slash two girls, one mic. So if you're not a patron already for five bucks, you can hear like several different interviews that just aren't available on iTunes or Spotify. We got or weird. Stitcher. We we, do we got very weird, weird very in the Patreon conversation. Like it devolved into weirdness. We're like, we should start recording. This <laughs> That's how Patreon content happens. We're like, this is too weird. People should pay for this weirdness. So speaking of people who pay specifically, help us, help us, help us keep the lights on. And those who are able to keep the lights on are people like Bob Mudford, Riz Javars, David Bullock, Neil Harstrom, Trenchcoat Tardigrade, Sonia O'Claire, Tracy Miller, Ryan Shambly, Sam Montu, Sam Jennings, Priest Pilot Paul Freeland, Nathan Dinkley, Neil uh, Simpson, Nobelis and Dee Reed, and many others. And by the way, if you want to be a Patreon as well, just go to patreon.com slash two girls, one mic. Thank you so much for coming up to me at the convention and like us talking. And I know we were introduced and then you followed up when the next day when I was signing. And I appreciate this so much. Thank you so much for like giving me a, a voice and a face and like actually having a conversation. 
people need to hear our industry actually speak. Absolutely. (laughs) This has been so much fun. Like we've been having a great time getting to know people in the industry and it's been very uh, welcoming and uh, it's been a lot more comforting to our listeners that, you know, the porn industry is not skeevy. They really take care of their people. You know, the testing really does keep everyone safe. And I, I hope that people walk away from hearing, you know, the types of interviews and the types of people that we talk to feeling, you know, better about the porn that they're watching, about the, about the wonderful people that are helping them have better orgasms. Yeah, like <laughs> you shouldn't be ashamed for watching what you like. Like there's guidelines and there's times and places you should do it. But like being in a relationship, if you watch porn before you got into it and then you got into a relationship and she hates it, like that's a conversation you need to have because then you're going to be hiding when you do watch it. And then when she finds it, it's going to be a huge headache. And that was my advice in the earlier, I was saying like, you got to talk to your partner. Like people don't talk anymore. They don't want to confess what they really feel. And that's, what fucking kills the relationship. I know a girl who uh, she was with her partner for a number of years. He wanted to do certain things. And, you know, when she finally found out, because he felt so embarrassed, she was relieved because she wanted to do the same things. And after like several years, it's like they needed to talk. It's like they needed to talk, you know? Conversely. Now, this is the sad side of that friend of mine. uh, You know, they took vows. They were married. They were like, yeah, we're totally, this is good. And his sex drive had gone away slowly petered off and it turned out he'd been watching porn and he said that he didn't have a libido anymore he'd been watching porn and didn't want to let her in on you know the porn that he enjoyed didn't want to share that and it's like you that's not sustainable like if you if you watch porn i get it that sometimes it's a fantasy sometimes it's not the things you want to do in your real sex life but man people talk to each other yeah yeah and watch porn together but most importantly, talk and communicate. It's super important. But that said, Tommy, aside from all your amazing work, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tommy Pistol, or you can find me on Instagram, official underscore Tommy underscore Pistol. And you are fucking hysterical on Twitter. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we are having a good time following your, your Twitter. Yes. Alice, where can people find you? People can find me at Rational Blonde on Twitter or at Patreon at patreon.com slash two girls one mic. And of course, Yvette, where can people find you? All of the Cybabery at the Cybabe on the Twitters and Instagram and Facebook.com slash Cybabe where I science and tell dick jokes. Woohoo! Yeah, so uh, thank you so much, Tommy, for joining us on our show today. This was amazing. We'll definitely have you back sometime in the future. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, but we'll totally talk soon. I will be sending two dildos once I have them. <gasps> yes! We are titillated and wet already. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you next week on Two Girls, One Mike. Bye. Thank you. Bye.